Welcome to Cancelled Out, where if you've got a booger hanging out of your nose, we'll let you know. We're those guys. I'm Scott, joined by my co-host Max. Today, we're going to talk about Lindsey Graham doing his best Michaela Maroney at Joe Biden's first 100 days, President Biden giving his first address to Congress, but does he actually know that he did? CDC issues guidance that is no less than one year behind the curve of known science. <laughs> the police are awful narrative takes a couple of big hits. And the 2020 census apportionment helps Republican states, but Ohio kills the trend. We've got an awesome show for you, so let's go! Welcome to the show dedicated to truth and liberty in the greater Cincinnati area. One small part of a larger movement for freedom, pressured into silence by a culture that seeks nothing less than total obedience. My name is Scott, and I'm joined by my co-host Max to help you find the courage and resources to become uncancelable. This is Cancelled Out. All right, welcome everybody to episode number 10. Holy we crap. made it 10 weeks. It's pretty crazy. Yeah. So thank you for listening. Thank you for, yeah, listening because uh, quite frankly. Thank you for sharing. Thanks for liking. I didn't, all know, that stuff. Yeah. I didn't know what to expect from this. It's been crazy. The response that we've gotten, thank you for sharing that with us. Yeah. You've heard some great feedback too from some listeners. Yeah. Yeah, for um, sure. So, uh, thanks again for that feedback. Really appreciate it. Make sure you guys keep uh, reaching out to us and asking us to, uh, you know, giving us some ideas, giving us some thoughts, letting us know some things. I mean, that's one of the things, too. Like, uh, we're starting to get to the point where we get a lot of stuff from our listeners, and that's really, really helpful. So, please do continue yeah. to uh, reach out to us and give us some feedback. Yeah, the more feedback we get, the better we can make the show for you. So, and speaking of that, I got some really good feedback and kind of wanted to throw this in there, kind of. Uh, on the last minute, but uh, I was talking with somebody last Tuesday after the uh, the Joe Blystone meetup, which we'll talk about later. And he said, "Man, I really want to follow your social media, but I don't like anything political on Facebook or, or anything like that because of my job and because I'm afraid that I might lose my job." And he's like, "Well, you might call me a coward or whatever." And I said, "Wait, wait, no." I said, "We it's just protecting yourself." Exactly. I said, "Of, of all things." We don't want you to lose your job over yeah. liking our show. No, that was it, it's it, it's one of those things. I mean, in so much that we both don't even show our faces on our cover art for our show, and that's partly to illustrate the reasoning behind the show, but it's also partly right now to kind of protect us from yeah. this whole this same thing, this gotta, whole gotta ease into culture. this whole public life crap. Yeah, and so we are a part of that too. And so if that is the case for you. You'll never hear anything bad from us. Although we could but, get on some alternate platforms, right? Like Gab or something, maybe. Start, I mean, yeah, you know, we can. I don't think they're going to pay attention to that too much. Right? I wouldn't think, but you never know. But you, what you can do is still follow us. You, you can still, if you type your our name into the search bar on both platforms, it'll bring up our page, and you can still click. You, you don't have to type it in every time, if as long as you don't delete it from your search history, and you can just click the search bar, and then click on the show. That way you can still keep up with the posts because the social media posts to this point have been few and far between, but we're going to change that here real soon. I've got some stuff coming out this week on our Facebook platform that's just going to be some commentary for me. We're going to talk a little bit about that uh, throughout the show, 
but uh, yeah, don't think that you're you're offending us by not necessarily liking our page. We encourage you to do it, but we understand at the same time in the in the day in which we live in this crazy world. If you can't, or, just, or uh, if you're word afraid of mouth. To. I mean, word of mouth is still a thing. Just because we have the internet doesn't mean you can't well, sure. just tell people, you know, sure. in person about us. So and people are, and I know they are. Yeah. So, so and yeah. So we saw Joe Blystone last week in his uh, meetup with the ESRC. Mm-hmm. We're going to talk a little bit about that later. We are still on YouTube for the time being. Still haven't heard back from him. I'm getting kind of upset. Um, it's been three, four weeks now. I just wonder if we care. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, w- I just want to know what they're what they say. That's all yeah. I want to know. But could just I get don't, on bitch shoot. Done with it. Right. I I'm not holding my breath either. So again, don't forget to like, subscribe, and all the rest to our social media profiles on Facebook and Instagram. Tell your friends. Tell all your friends. Everybody knows somebody that uh, knows somebody that knows somebody. Oh, yeah, Chronicle. Hey. (laughs) (laughs) So out of it, man. I'll tell you what a long weekend I had. Yeah, so Chronicles. Chronicles is what we use for our show notes. And uh, if you uh, don't want to follow us on Facebook because you are uh, concerned about uh, Facebook, you could always just sign up for Chronicles. Hey. Um, Because all our show notes are there anyway. So all the stuff that we talk about, you're going to find on Chronicles anyway. And you can take a look at our timelines and follow those. You also follow all other, uh, whatever other kind of topics that you're interested in. Or you could create the topics yourselves. You know, tell people what you think is important to uh, pay attention to. So, chronicles.org. That's C H R O N I K L E S. Do not forget that K chronicles.org thank you and if you'd like to become a show sponsor be featured on an episode contact us at canceledoutpodcast at gmail.com that's canceled spelled c-a-n-c-e-l-e-d no British people here although that's about to kind of change with our intro here soon I can't Uh, wait (laughs) dude y'all don't even know yet more to come on that we got an intro coming out maybe maybe next I told you I've been talking about it for a while (laughs) and I I, I guess people were probably wondering if I was just full of shit but I have been working on it because it was just I've just been having some issues but you you already got the hint there there is going to be a British chick on there and that's going to be a lot I can't wait dude it's so goofy it's so like it's so stupid and I cannot wait for people to hear it right (laughs) if you hate if you hate our new intro it's max's fault i'm just telling you that right now <laughs> but you won't mm, yeah. <laughs> i like it it's, but once it's, it's awesome you'll love our intro right you'll love me <laughs> so that does it for our announcements and i can't think of anything else yeah um, i'll do it uh well there will we will note only because uh the elections in Cincinnati are going to be done mm. by the time uh, these publish. So when we get into the local stuff today, we're not really going to be covering a whole lot yet on that. True. Uh, we would have probably said, hey, make sure you get out and vote on this stuff. But right. uh, this is going to be after the fact. So I'm just pointing out uh, that. Well, this part won't. Oh, I guess that's true. Yeah, the, this part will be. Yeah, that's right. Every so, day, so. Uh, for the for the sake of those so who if it's listen, Tuesday, uh, listen. <laughs> tomorrow on Tuesday, if you haven't gotten out and voted yet, especially if you're in Cincinnati, uh, issue three is still on the table. Yeah, uh, I actually went out and passed out. Uh, I saw that uh, stuff on that because we needed fifty million a year is what yeah. they want to put into that thing. That's, That's going to cut into a lot of the budget, and you know, eventually they're just going to raise taxes on us when they realize they can't afford all oh, this crap. Of um, yeah, it's that's that's going to be uh, brutal to uh, Cincinnati's budget. So if you uh, please, if if you if you happen to hear this on Tuesday before the polls close at whatever time they close, please go and vote this shit off the table. We don't even need to be battling with this crap. So yeah. for real. All right, so let's get into some weekly quickies. The uh, the Newsom recall in California is officially triggered as the verified signature threshold is met because. 
the California just can't get any crazier. Except with Gavin Newsom's uh, opponent, <laughs> Caitlyn Jenner, making news. Um, in our we- world of weird, <laughs> he, saying this past week that if you're a biological boy, you shouldn't be in girl sports. Which is actually consistent with not only his polit- or her political values, I guess, but... Real life, <laughs> I yeah. guess. I guess if you're gonna be a woman later in life, you're, you're gonna be a woman gotta, at some point. You better, wonder, you know. I gotta wonder if he's pandering to the. I mean, probably. Base. Let's be real. You know what I mean, like, I mean, yeah, but I just I, get the sense it's probably not something he actually cares about. And probably I keep saying not. he. Maybe I should say she. But yeah, when you hear know. him talk, it's like, oh yeah, it's I, yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry, it's so cartoonish. It's yeah, it's bad. <laughs> it's bad. With all that money, you would think he could do a little better, but yeah. hey, mm-hmm. whatever. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's like eighty. Yeah. Uh, Tulsi Gabbard issues a plea to Americans to reject the racialization of everyone and everything. We are all children of God. So she's oh, been nice. Yeah, she's. I mean, I don't agree with everything that she, where she stands, obviously, but she has long time been a long time more of a favorite, if you could term it as such, or tolerant, relatively to, reasonable. Yeah, Democrat. Yeah. So I've always, uh, you know, kind of. Not a fondness, but I think she's I think she's uh, definitely wrong opinion. about a lot of stuff. Yeah, but yeah, uh, I also think I'm just just a quick note uh, when she was running. The thing that I always thought about her was that if by any chance she did win, um, I wouldn't have voted for. No, but I do think that she if she did get in office, she would have at least recognized her yes. limits and not pushed it compared yes. to most oh. Democrats and maybe even some Republicans. Yeah. Yeah. So even though she'd be pushing policies that I completely disagree with and is the reason why I wouldn't vote for right. her, I wouldn't be as concerned because right. a Tulsi presidency, I think, I could be wrong about this, I think a Tulsi presidency would have been a relative, uh, uh, relatively limited in scope, again, compared to yeah, a lot of these radicals that have gotten in, even compared to Joe Biden, I, for sure. So, I definitely agree with yeah. you. Uh so in entertainment, the Oscars ratings plummet to a record low. And if you were like me, the actual headline was, hey, the Oscars actually happened. Because I had no idea. <laughs> okay, I'm going to use this as, 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 as one of the probably many to come uh, I told you so moments. Right. Remember uh, weeks ago we were talking about whether or not conservatives do a good job of, of uh, pushing back on stuff. And I said they do not watch this stuff anymore, well, and these ratings are plummeting on all these different shows. And yeah, the but we were NFL, talking about and even in the NBA. Then. Well, we were talking about the, this stuff too. Remember, if you go back and listen, we did talk about like these uh, award shows the as well. Well, yeah, I, yeah, I do remember that. Yeah, I don't watch them anyway. So, so. I think it's just another, uh, yeah, another uh, bit of ammunition in my uh, maybe in my in my tool belt. I, I think a lot of Democrats are also fed up with it too, well, just sure. because sure. I don't think Absolutely. this is necessarily a, a conservative thing. I mean, there are large part of it or the bigger part of it for sure i would say it could be but i don't think it's really being pushed i think a lot of people are just pissed off because you have in hollywood you have two basically two kinds of movies being made right now you have the movies that hollywood knows you like and will go and see and then you have movies designed for the oscars and the award shows and everything and that nobody i literally have not seen a single movie that was nominated for any of the high categories in the oscars i don't even know what was nominated. well the only reason i even saw any of the any of the titles is because it's on hulu or netflix or whatever the streaming programs and and it has its own category and i was just scrolling through and i was like i have never even heard of these movies Hmm. so and on top of that 
Hollywood hates their own audience, so that's another reason why ratings I, are plummeting uh, too. I don't want to get too much into this topic because I know we're just in the quickies here, but uh, I would love to see more um, conservatives push uh, content. You know yeah. what I mean? And it doesn't even here's. I was talking to a, uh, yeah. a buddy of mine about this not that long ago because uh, he's into like video editing and th- those kinds of things. Yeah. And uh, we both said the same thing. We'd love to see conservatives put out content that isn't necessarily political. Right. You know what I mean? Uh, like, I, I, I'd say Run, Hide, Fight wasn't particularly a political... No. I mean, it was a school shooting thing, but it right. wasn't about the gun debate or any of that. Exactly. It was just about the school shooting exactly. itself and certainly touched on mental health. Right. Um, there's but, political issues there, but the movie yeah, doesn't it, explicitly it, speak there's, to it. Yeah, there's certainly themes, but I mean, they're very much cultural themes, right. if anything, which right. culture and politics are pretty well intertwined, so it yeah. is what it is. But my point is is that I'd love to see uh, even something... So there's a, a channel I'm going to plug here, not on purpose necessarily, but called Alter on YouTube. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. familiar with it? Yeah. And it's all... Basically, it's horror. Some of it's gross-out right. stuff, too, and it's <laughs> stuff that I don't particularly care for. But there's some really good, like... 10 minute long horror shorts yeah. that Alter puts out. And I just think it would be really cool if I'm, I don't have I, I don't have time for it, so I'm not going to do this. But if anybody's <laughs> listening, uh, I think it'd be a really cool idea for a libertarian or a conservative to put together uh, a channel like that to feature yeah. uh, content that you might not otherwise see that again isn't necessarily political, but entertaining though. Yeah, but uh, is is certainly not uh, communist driven. Well, sure. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like the anti-Hollywood, the anti-socialist, the anti-communist. You know what I mean? Right. So, anyway. For sure. Uh, the feds raid Rudy Giuliani's apartment in the Ukraine investigation. <laughs> so that started last week. And, and the I, Ukraine investigation is, does does he have information about uh, what went on with uh, Burisma? Well, supposedly. Who knows? So this is going to lead to Hunter Biden, right? Um, in theory. This federal bureau of investigation. In theory. Well, actually, what this is going to lead to is more collusion talk. <laughs> but it should be leading to Hunter Biden, yes, because that's what Rudy was going over there for and investigating and all this other kind of stuff. Um, I can't, I cannot help but but go with the thought pattern that this is basically repayment mm. for the political uh, hit jobs oh, yeah, that were sure. done on Biden during the. There's no doubt. Yeah, so I, I don't see this being a up and up investigation by any means another quick quickie though speaking of hunter biden because i don't see it in your list here but it is on chronicles uh he's going to be uh guest teaching about fake news at i forget which university it is but oh uh, because that is perfect yeah so (laughs) it's it's i mean when you see that doesn't it just feel like they're just rubbing it in our face they're like yeah fuck you see we win and now we can send our 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 worst of the worst out to teach your kids that's exactly what it is god there's no there's no hiding the ball anymore they just don't care known for saying uh let's see this is victory the anti-smoking advocates applaud the fda's move to ban menthol cigarettes and flavored cigars so, Give me a break. Yeah, right? More regulation over yeah. your life. Just well, legislate it away and it'll finally stop. That's right. what happened with drugs. Oops. Oopsies. It's right. not going to create a black market at all. Nah, not at all. Uh, Trump says that Florida Governor DeSantis would be considered as a 2024 running mate, which is a good sign because 
Governor DeSantis I, yeah, is awesome. Uh, over over uh, Pence for sure. Yeah. Um, and I would love to see DeSantis run. Honestly, I, if, I if think Trump doesn't. Yeah, I don't. Um, I, I don't think Trump is going to run. I think DeSantis sure is, is going to run. He sure is leaning into it. Though. Yeah, but I like I say, I think this is more marketing. Maybe maybe this is all about getting uh, DeSantis up there yeah. to kind of take the exactly. take the mantle. Exactly. I think that's exactly what it is because yeah. basically he's saying, "Well, because I'm going to bless this guy." And give him Santos is yeah he's a beast the best yeah. governor we've got in this country right he's a beast now, I, I I feel bad for the people except of for Christy Noem maybe but yeah but she's not as fiery I think right. as, as he is right so. and I don't think she has the ambition either she she's kind of comfortable up where she's at I don't blame her <laughs> which I don't blame her yeah I mean yeah you, you get it made in South Dakota right. don't you know <laughs> don't mess up a good thing yeah don't yeah. and that's kind of what I'm worried about in Florida of who they would replace him with that's one thing the Republicans got to do a good job of yeah. is figuring out how to pass the mantle and maybe yeah. that's what Trump is showing us how to do maybe that's his Probably. maybe that's his play and, right now yeah perhaps. I think that's the play for sure it could in be. my opinion and in the kind of a hold your nose feel good moment so hey to those people who said we're not as positive this is a positive story so. But in a kind of hold-your-nose moment, the new Steeler draft pick, uh, Najee Harris, hosted a draft party at the homeless shelter where he used to live. It's a really, really? awesome story. Yeah, it's a super awesome story. And, That's uh, interesting. I'll have to read up on that. Yeah, pretty it, cool. it's, it's pretty cool. It's a pretty cool thing that this kid did. So good on him. Even though you Still not going to watch the NFL, team. but whatever. <laughs> right, yeah. <laughs> I don't even care about this. Like, <laughs> yeah, you know, I don't I'm, really either. I'm so I'm so <laughs> done with I'm so I mean I was done with the Bengals before I was ever like boycotting anything. If I'm being honest with you, but it wasn't even just the Bengals. It was just you know I was like you know what there's something fraudulent going on in this league. Like I just don't buy that there is actual competition happening here. I don't know. So I that's mean, where I was like I'm done with it. And yeah. then just all the there's other a lot stuff. to be said for that for sure. Uh, Florida also here, speaking of DeSantis, I don't know why this wasn't moved up, but Florida passes a social media bill that would punish companies for banning politicians, Bitchin'. which is awesome. That's great. That needs to be a nationwide thing. It really does. And so, but good on Florida for leading the way on that. But my private company will be talking about that here. Right. In a little bit. <laughs> More than a hundred U.S. colleges and universities are now requiring students to get COVID nineteen vaccinations. More in the world of uh, let's control your life. Ah, but there's some Ohio ones that aren't. We'll talk about That's that true. in the uh, local quickies. That's very true. Um, let's see. DC statehood effort stalls. We talked about this last week or the week before. The DC statehood effort stalls as Joe Manchin opposes the Democrats' bill. So, man, if it wasn't for Manchin, it, if it's not for Manchin or Cinema, those two yeah. Democrats are the things keeping the Democrats in check. It's really sad that yeah. we have to rely on two Democrats to keep their own party in check, but that's literally what's happening right now. Yeah. Um. So that's kind of a scary thing, but good on him for actually standing his ground on yeah. this. Uh, and the SNL cast won't be forced to appear with "quote unquote" controversial host Elon Musk. <laughs> like, God. yeah, this is this is just the epitome of stupidity for me. Like, why would you want to torpedo the, your own product that you're trying to sell to people? This doesn't make any sense to me. But you know what? Well, more power uh, to you. Uh, Do I mean, what you want. I again, I. I I really think a lot of these people, they don't care about the bottom line. Well, they don't no. care about money because no. money is not always power. Sure. And they're willing to trade. Uh, that's what censorship is all about, yeah. right? Like they're willing to – and I've talked about this before when it comes to social media companies. Social yeah. media companies, they don't give a shit. 
that conservatives are leaving their platforms. Oh, no. No, they don't. Not one bit. They're going to take a hit, sure, on their bottom line. They're going to take a hit in the stocks. However, they're going to maintain power. Even sure. still, because they're a corporation, and yeah. corporations are inherent. And again, we're going to get into this later on when we talk about the bonehead of the week. <laughs> but cor- corporations are inherently intertwined with uh, with the state, with yeah. uh, with government power. Yeah. So to 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 pretend like, that's why this whole you know it's a private company crap is bullshit. So no, SNL doesn't care. Yeah, As, uh, or the, these these some of these players they don't care about uh, about their bottom line. They oh, care no. about the power because they will. That's basically that's what they're doing. They're paying for power when they're giving yeah. up uh, some valuation on their stock. Yeah, they're paying for more power. Yeah, because that stock's going to come back up eventually. I mean, oh, people sure. are going to forget sure. the controversy and it's going to sure. come back up. So, oh yeah, same with Coca Cola. Well, it's going to come back SNL up. Now being propped up by who is an NBC or whatever network. I mean, right. it's not like. They're truly. They're not their own entity, really. They're not private, and they're certainly. They're they're propped up by a a big leftist, you know, class of Democrat machine. Yeah, yeah. So there's the quickies. Um, so this week with our lovely president in the national news, Joe Biden. My God. I haven't even been paying attention. I, oh. I basically, at this point, I rely on you to let it's, me know what's going on with so you. It's <laughs> like, I only want to be pissed off one time a week. <laughs> right. It's so bad. Everything is so bad. So, uh, what? Oof. Lindsey Graham, not impressed by Biden's first 100 days in office and saying Russia and China are already pushing him around. Mm-hmm. So China for sure. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it only becomes more obvious as time goes yeah. on. Um, but here we Biden so this was who was that? Fox News. So there's a slew of articles here. So this one's from Fox News. And Biden's successes that he touts and he talks about in his speeches and all this other kind of stuff in his first 100 days are solely the after effects of the Trump administration. And this isn't unique to this this whole situation. Mm-hmm. This is typically the first the case in the first term of administrations relative to their successes. But we've seen what happens when Biden when the Biden administration starts putting their hands on things. We get chaos at the border. Ten trillion dollars in proposed government spending. Ten trillion dollars. He's proposed ten trillion dollars in his first three months. What's the opposite of the Midas touch? <laughs> right. Yeah, I don't even know. What would the guy's name be if everything he touched turned to crap? Shit? Oh, his name would be Biden. <laughs> well, right. It's the I mean, Biden touch. It's, it's, <laughs> I mean, ten trillion dollars in proposed government spending, uh, yeah. with no clue of where he's going to get the money. Oh, that's print. You just got to print it. Well, right. Or sell uh, or sell our kids into debt slavery. Right. Or I mean, that's truly what's what's really happening. It is but. What's happening. So on and so forth. That's what happens when you get Biden's administration involved in things. Is it all turns to crap. And so, President Biden gave his first address to Congress this past Wednesday night. I didn't even watch it. I did. Did you suffer through it? Did you I, suffered well, through the whole thing? I didn't do it. I didn't watch it live. Dear God, no. I, I was not going to watch it live. Um, but I did watch it later in the week. And... Speaking of that, we're not going to talk a whole lot about the specifics because, I mean, could literally take this whole segment. We're not going to do that. So I'm going to release uh, my commentary on President Biden's speech and Senator Tim Scott's response on our Facebook profile sometime I didn't this see week. that either, but I heard he did a really good he job. He did a really good job. So um, 
Biden. So let's get back a little bit. So Biden spoke to his first in, in his first uh, congressional address, which is typically billed as a State of the Union, but it wasn't this year. It was billed as his congressional address, which is kind of weird to me because usually in the media you hear State of the Union. It's, it's the State of the Union address, State of the Union, State of the Union. It wasn't done that way this year. I wonder why which, that is. Well, it kind of makes me wonder, do we really want to talk about the State of our Union? Or because, does Biden really want to talk about well, the State right, of the Union? Well, right, because of, of what's really going on. Mm. And um, so the media... I mean, what's going on at the border? It, well, exactly. Eh, whatever. Exactly. Uh, the media had to kind of divert from the dumpster fire that is Joe Biden <laughs> and then make the the narrative or make the talking points about the speech about not Joe Biden the actual president but about the co-president I mean vice president uh Kamala Harris and the speaker of the house Nancy Pelosi <laughs> Sorry I just got that <laughs> I, I was reading through the rest of the notes here and then like it echoed in my head a couple of times I'm like he said co-president that fucker <laughs> That's how he introduces her though it's always like President Does he really? Harris, like he he has said. Oh yeah, President he has Harris, several times like, accidentally said President Harris. So yeah, he's, yeah, yeah. she's the co-president, as far as we're concerned. I just um, yeah, basically. Yeah. So, but they the media has made the talking points about these two women behind him. So mm. nothing speaks misogyny more, I think, than a man with two women standing behind him. <laughs> but on his, you on know, his coattails. On his coattails. Yeah, and that's literally how Harris got into office. Yeah. Um, but. Yeah, so it's just this, not sure what side of him those coattails were on—the front or the back. Hey, I mean, it, and you know, to some people, it doesn't just even re- matter. Just recall, just recall <laughs> that um, Kamala Harris believed Joe Biden's yeah. sexual accusers. Yeah, supposedly. No, not supposedly. She believed him. She said well, outright that she believed him. Well, see, I say supposedly because your actions speak a lot louder than your words. Oh, well, yeah. So, yeah, but she did actually, yeah, but she, she did she actually did. say that. Yeah, she did uh, say that. But. And then she said he was the best choice for president. Right. And then, you know, <laughs> ran on his ticket. And uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. So that, These people care about women. Right. Right. Supposedly. Yeah, that's what they <laughs> Allegedly. say. Allegedly. That's what they say. They say it. They say. It must be true. Right. Everything's true on the internet. Um, so, it's never happened before that uh, the Speaker of the House and the Vice President have both been women at the same time. If you remember back in GW's day, uh, it was a big deal that Pelosi was a speaker when he made his State of the Union address and mm. whatever else. That was the first time we've that never it happened. Had a female Vice President. So. It's true. Well, that's, that's the whole point. But that's the focus of the speech that the media wants to talk about. They don't want to actually talk about the substance yeah. of the speech because it is extremely radical. And if you had to, if to talk about the substance of the speech, then you would have to admit that Joe Biden is not a moderate. Joe Biden is not this... Uh, transitional candidate that he played up as, who's played up as uh, during the campaign. Not at all. Not at all. That, that ten trillion. That's where some of that ten trillion dollars came from. Is from this speech and, and the, the things that he's trying to push with his uh, with his agenda. So you know, let me just say too. I, I, I'm. I mean, I, I've said this for years. I'm so tired of the first so and so to do this that or the other thing the first woman yeah. to do oh, this yeah. first black guy to do like yeah. at some point like who cares it's becomes meaningless yeah you know what i mean well, the first is. black president okay yeah that's that's a notable thing for sure i mean well i mean but he was only he was terrible 
Uh, yeah, but yeah. <laughs> but I mean because he was still a white president to me, so yeah, whatever, whatever. Right, but 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 to, but like <laughs> at some point, like are, are are we? It's we're just we're just playing games, like, yeah. Because this becomes meaningless. Like, nobody cares. Right. Nobody These really cares about any of this. Nobody cares that you were the first black man to eat a pickle walking backwards on Santa Monica Boulevard. Right. Okay. Like that's right. Fucking who cares? Right. It's just exactly useless. Yeah. Just showboating or oh yeah. Uh, and anyway. if you notice, they're doing the same thing in sports with stats. It's like, oh, he's the first 26-year-old to throw a or to have a two ERA before the third of April. Like, who cares? That's not a real stat. <laughs> like, right. and this the same thing. I'm sorry, but being a woman, which is it's not an accomplishment. It's not an accomplishment. Being a man isn't an accomplishment either. Right. So I'm not, I'm, you know, right. But that's what this these is. These are not accomplishments. Is, is being black these, is not an accomplishment. These are being white is not an women. accomplishment. Being Jewish is not an accomplishment. Right. It doesn't, like, th- none of this actually matters. Unless, of course, you changed your gender from male to female, then the only people who are accomplished women are <laughs> Caitlyn Jenner. <laughs> well, <that's laughs> sorry, true. ladies, but I mean, after all, he was voted as I mean, the uh, woman of the year. for Right. right. Good Lord. <laughs> and I mean, transgender women are dominating women's sports. So I, I know <laughs> they're so good at it. Right. They are so good. At so sports. good at it that we have to make legislation to to keep it from happening it's it's amazing but or women could just play harder right mm-hmm. uh, I, I read a, an article this i'm gonna week be pissing it. off so many women tonight oh, i get the man. feeling i don't know why i'm not trying to <laughs> sorry so, ladies i love you too <laughs> we say a lot of this in jest there's a hint because of truth we love underneath you because all of it. we care right there's a hint of truth underneath all of this but mostly in jest um <laughs> so Tim Scott, uh, so basically, he, he, in short, for now, because I'll tease the, the thing later ha- happening later this week where I kind of deconstruct both speeches and what they are truly meaning and, and where they're going with this. Uh, in short, the speech was Bernie Sanders using Joe Biden as a sock puppet and was about as interesting as Bernie Sanders is putting choices. It's about how the... <laughs> what? <laughs> Pudding choice. His pudding. Oh, like the, tapioca? Give me the pudding. I want the pudding. Um, <laughs> what are you even saying? <laughs> but, yeah, it, this was a Bernie Sanders speech, truly. And this is truly... This is... I'm not even exaggerating when I say this. And, and like I say, watch the video later this week. This is the most radical address to Congress in my lifetime, bar none. By far, not even close. Nobody comes close to this. This is bad. And at least is what he is wanting to push. Whether he gets it or not is another story. But what he is saying in front of the congressional body mm-hmm. is bad. So, yeah. But Tim Scott, one of my... He's probably... I guess he's probably my favorite senator now that Trey Gowdy's gone. Well, he was a rep. But he's probably one of my favorite Congress people now. Trey Gowdy's gone, but uh, did an awesome job. And uh, <laughs> headlines read basically: uh, Black Republican senator pisses off racists uh, because he calls America not a racist country. Was essentially the fallout from his response to Joe Biden's uh, speech. So it was. Uh, it's interesting. 
it's interesting and sad in a sad way, really. Mm. But the good news that is that Joe Biden is creating jobs. <laughs> he's he's <laughs> using most of uh, the, uh, uh, more than Trump apparently, according to Kamala. Yeah, right. Yeah, supposedly, yeah. but that's a bunch of gas. Mm. Um, he's creating jobs while he simultaneously destroys other jobs. So <laughs> he's. Using people to deconstruct the work done by the Trump administration in relation to the border wall. So $14 billion was diverted from the Pentagon and put towards the wall project by President Trump. And so my question is, Biden's now diverting that money back to the Pentagon uh, really to pay his his the people he knows and mil- who are military contractors. But when did Joe that's, Biden become such a war hawk? That's an interesting point, actually. I never even thought of it that way. Yeah. Like, that's, I mean, if, if you were to make an argument to the left about, you know, funding the wall and taking it from the military, I mean, you're the ones who are right. talking about defunding the military. Exactly. There's a way to do it. And what's the worst exactly. that can happen? You get a wall that just is there. It's not killing anybody. Right. You know what I mean? It's not, it's not bullets. Exactly. It's not missiles. It's not, you know, sea to land missiles or, you right. know, artillery fire. It's right. a wall. You're complaining that about just military keeps people spending. from coming in who... Yep. You know, need to be using the front door. Right. Right? Yeah. Like, when did Biden become but a war? Now we're, crazy. now we're not <laughs> building the wall anymore. So that money goes back to bullets. And way to go, leftists. You have right. just you have just voted in more war funding. Right. Congrats. Well, Good I job. mean. Good job, guys. Trump was, I mean, for everything that they said, well, Trump is a Republican. He's going to be a war hawk and all, all this stuff. Trump brought troops home. We did not get it. We did not start any new conflicts or any of this stuff. Mm-hmm. Biden's already beginning to start new conflicts with Iran and, all, and Russia and China and all these other countries and whatever else. So, yeah, it, it's kind of, it, it, it's bizarre. <laughs> and so Biden's now directing that money back to the Pentagon. And he's also starting two new construction con or two new projects while canceling the construction project or contracts. Ugh, easy for me to say. Mm. He's canceling the construction contracts related to the building the wall. So he's filling in holes in the Rio Grande Valley that were created by the construction companies to build the wall. And he's also starting another project to address the soil erosion in a 14-mile stretch of barrier <laughs> created by the construction companies. So this just illustrates, as we said before, government creates its problems to be that, so that they can quote-unquote solve it. And meanwhile, you get to pay for it. So either way, these projects, uh, none of these projects, neither of the projects add to the wall or increase safety for us in mm-hmm. any way. Uh, moving on. So the CDC issuing new guidance this week. I'm sure we're all super excited about this. But the real point, the real story behind this is that they're a year behind the science. They're a year behind the curve with this new yeah. announce, this quote unquote new announcement for fully vaccinated people. You can now remove your mask outside. Congratulations. Yeah. I, 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 We've okay. known this for a year. <laughs> well, it's, it's not only that, but I'll be honest with you. I, maybe I'm just ignorant, but. I didn't know that was the recommendation was that yeah. we were supposed to just be walking yeah. around outside with like masks on. I thought it was just – I thought they were honestly just telling us that we needed to wear them indoors, around – I mean, outside they around also, crowds. Also, yes. But not just outside. Oh, yeah. Yeah. This is how stupid everything is. Is that <laughs> – so, so maybe this is the missing piece to why all these people I see driving around by themselves with a mask on. Well – they, Those, they. I guess that was. Was that actually what they're saying? Was that actually the guidance? Were I, they following CDC I mean, guidelines? Techni- technically, yes, because basically the CDC has said whenever you leave your home, 
you should be wearing a mask. And in some states, even inside your home, you should be wearing a mask, which is asinine and insane. But, yeah, I mean... Why would you believe these people anymore? Like, it should be enough to know... We knew within weeks of this whole thing, like, getting crazy, that transmission outdoors is basically zero. I don't know of a single... I'm saying basically zero because I don't know of a case, of a single case that's been traced to an outside transmission. There may well, be they just uh, we just had a uh, opening day, and we'll, we'll, when we get into local, that's one of the right. uh, quickies. Opening day apparently didn't contribute to any significant increase whatsoever right. in COVID uh, in- infections. Right. So yeah. yeah, it's crazy because the whole that was the whole idea of staying outside last year was taking the inside outside so that we didn't transmit this disease that for restaurants and everything else. That's mm-hmm. why everything was outside because. We didn't want you to be indoors where the air circulates and germs and whatever else. It's like, okay, fine, but you can't have it both ways. You right. can't you can't say go outside but still wear the mask because you're just as likely to get the disease. Like this is stupid. This is stupid. None of this actually makes sense. You know, one of the things too I've been I've been thinking of as far as all this uh, uh, madness goes is is look. We can argue the science. You know, uh, I I even posted the other day on social media. Like we're all, these days, you know, none of us are are doctors, but we all right. play one on social right. media, right? Because we all seem to think we know the science and all that kind of. And I'm not pointing a finger at you necessarily yeah, yeah. even either, but I'm just saying, just in general, and and, and you know, the science may say one thing or another. Right. And there's probably people that disagree, or scientists that disagree, and doctors that disagree, and which my that's issue, science, though. Well, yeah, that's <laughs> my, my issue is that. Uh, more, more so that there are scientists that disagree. Yeah, which who don't uh, have a voice. Who don't have a voice. Yeah, and that's that's the real problem yep. I have. It's not Agreed. whether or not the science is settled in one direction or another no, as no. far as masks go, as far as vaccinations go. My issue is that there uh, that we should all be informed. Yes. Uh, from all angles, yes. as many angles as possible, so we Absolutely. can make our own determinations. And right. of course, the media has even flat out said. Uh, I think there's even a Forbes article you you can find on Chronicles. If you look up Forbes, you'll probably scroll and find it. Where they said uh, you can't trust yourself. Oh yeah. They were saying we don't need you to have right. all this information to make up your own mind. You right. just need to listen to these experts that we decided yep. are the experts you should listen to, right? Yeah. And ignore the rest. So I just. I'm not as concerned about having the argument about what the science says or what the science doesn't say. Yeah. I'm more interested in just saying, you know what? I'm just a free person. Right. And I'm going to do what a free person does. And you're just going to have to put up with it. So why don't you care about grandma? Eh. You're killing grandma. You're a murderer. You're a racist. Yeah. Yeah, because I know. I know. Because obviously uh, obviously, uh, uh, COVID affects black people more than anything yes. as we've seen yes. in Oregon where they were prioritizing black people right. for the vaccinations which basically just tells me that they don't actually think that covid is a problem because otherwise it wouldn't be a factor right at all that well, would not it, be a factor and two if you're black you're less likely to get the fire or the vaccination as well so that's another reason why they were trying to prioritize oh, really? them yeah mm-hmm. because the black people by and large who by and large are supposed to be democrats um mm-hmm not getting the virus so all this preaching to republicans that republicans aren't the ones getting the virus uh yeah, the vaccine you mean or the, the vaccine, vaccine. Yeah. yeah i kind of have a, a little bone to pick with that so anyway uh but this is remember this is for vax fully vaccinated people 
this is who this guidance is speaking to. Not even just the unvaccinated. So if you're still not vaccinated, they still want you to wear a mask everywhere you go and all this other kind of stuff. And they say that life still won't return to normal for vaccinated people. That you should still avoid large indoor gatherings. And, um, eh. right? Even though people who are getting sick aren't dying or spending any length of time in the hospital or anything that we were originally supposed to care about, which was overwhelming the healthcare system, which never even came close to happening. No, we fired a whole, uh, we laid off a whole bunch of nurses right. because they didn't have anything to do because people weren't coming right. in for COVID. Exactly. Um, but they also weren't coming in for their other stuff, which we still haven't quite seen yet what the long-term effects of well, that right. is going to be. The people that didn't come in for the checkups that they needed to come in for, right. you know, their weight or for right. uh, heart conditions or any yeah. of the, or just the standard checkups that you're supposed to oh, do. Oh, right. That yeah. find cancers and all that, you know, because... Right. Well, I might get COVID. Right. So fucking what? You might have cancer, dude. <laughs> yeah, but what what I don't know ain't going to kill me today. You know what I mean? And that's the logic of a lot of people. Um, yeah. So this is just more anti-science nonsense from the yeah. left. And once again, government wants to have as much power and influence over your life as they possibly can. And now that they've got their hands on society with the whole mask thing, they're unwilling to let go and let you live as you see fit mm. and be responsible for making your own choices. So... That's the long and short of that. Moving on to policing. Uh, we talked last week about how dangerous these narratives are getting, especially when in regards to police. Um, but this week, they're kind of taking a hit because um, three men were charged with federal hate crimes and killing of Ahmaud Arbery in Georgia. Now, this was a case where actual racism was involved. and this was not These men were not police officers. The police actually did their jobs here. There was um, actual racism here? Yeah, there's actual racism. So I don't remember that. I, I So th- this this is what happened. These three guys saw this black guy. He's 25 years old, running in a neighborhood, um, and basically chased after him in Georgia and uh, ended up shooting him and killing him. Mm-hmm. Um they initially said that he was starting a fight and whatever else. They thought he was a robber was their initial excuse because it was like a, a, a neighborhood under construction or whatever. I, Who knows? Well, I, I think there were, uh, if I remember, I, I shouldn't say this without knowing for sure, but I'm just curious. Didn't didn't they say that he had looked like he would had cased some places before? Like this wasn't the first Probably. time he'd done this? You know what I mean? And done I'd what? Gone well, up to like properties well, and scoped the joint. Yeah, but my understanding like, cause remember was... Because remember, the excuse I remember they've said is that he was just going and checking it out because it's a construction site and people do that. Right. I'm like, eh, okay, I could see that, but if he had done it before on uh, Maybe, numerous other properties, I mean, probably, it kind of turns into a little bit more suspicious situation, right? They probably made that tried to make that part of the narrative, but okay. the, the overarching point is all of these things fell apart pretty quickly, apparently, <laughs> in, the, in the investigation. Uh, because well, I'm just not seeing the racist thing. Uh, well, these three these three guys were white, and so. Ahmad Arbery is black. So. And what reason do you have to kill a black man? That doesn't mean that doesn't mean it was a racist. I thing. mean, eh. I think we need to be very clear when it's racist. This, this just because the the people that did something like you could hurt a black person for all other kinds of reasons besides being racist. Okay, but right? Again, yeah, sure. But again. What their reasonings have fallen apart, so there's sure. no, there's no they're trying to get away with something, right? But because they killed the dude because he's black, 
That does. <laughs> that's where you got to be careful. I don't. I. I haven't seen that, and and I don't know. I'm not. Maybe you're more familiar with this case, but I, I haven't mean, heard you say what they have done that proves that the motivation was that they're that he was racist. Well, being charged with a federal hate crime, which is a super high standard. It's a super high standard to meet. Now, I would argue I don't like the term hate crime because I would argue that any crime, especially murder, has hate as a part of it. That's anyway. if you trust the government too. Yeah, but so, I'm not convinced. I, I need to see something I other mean, than them read, saying so. Read up I on need it. to see. Yeah, well, read I mean, up. you're the one who says you're the one making the claim that it's a yeah, that I it's am. a racist. I'd, I, like to, pretty... I'd like to see the specific thing other than they say so. I'd like to see the specific uh, evidence that proves that their motivation was racially based. What reason do you have to kill another human being? You don't have a right to kill somebody. Of course you, not. I'm not justifying cause you, killing because you think that he's a robber. I'm not justifying any of that. Well, I know, but my point but is... But you could have done that if he was a white guy, too. Uh, and here's a question. What was he, I'm just curious. What was he wearing that day? Do you know? Like if he was, probably, if, he was running, so I'm assuming shorts and a hoodie. You or, can assume that, but I haven't yeah, heard yeah. You know, Maybe he was wearing jeans. Okay, maybe, Which, but probably not. Think, well, yeah. Okay, but <laughs> I'm just asking. That's yeah, that, yeah. I'm really just asking because that does cha- that could change it the whole could. dynamic of things, could, right? Because if see, he's not wearing running shorts and running sure. shoes, and he's wearing you know Tim's and jeans, you know, you might go, hmm, something weird going no, on here. He's he, not just out for a jog, the, right? The whole. But thing either way, was he was out on a run, and he was a runner. So we've seen narratives be pushed that are total okay, bullshit but there's been, just based off of tiny details like that yeah, is, but, all my, is my only point and my point is there's nothing to discredit that okay. <laughs> there isn't anything that lends credibility yet as far as i can tell other than ones the the, the perpetrators were white and the victim was black mm-hmm. and they could have any number of other motivations besides and i think it's important that we clarify that and we i mean we the point I don't is, think we should assume motive without having a very clear like Something very clearly stating that that was the motive. It could, maybe they did think that he just looked suspicious, and black but, had nothing to do with it. Maybe they would have done the same thing if he was a white guy. Yeah, okay, but maybe we're talking about what is well reasonable doubt, right? Like agreed. So we have no idea. You agreed. don't know either, right? Right. Okay. That's I'm not point. saying that I do, but what I'm saying, what I am saying is this does reek of more actual racism than any other case that we've seen in this country because there is no there's no reason for these men may to go like after you but i'm not smelling it yet <laughs> i mean fair enough the Sorry, I, this this probably got way off onto something else that you weren't even trying to get into. But I just no, I hear something. And I gotta go. Hold fine. up, man. I, I just I think we it's gotta fine. be careful. I, I agree. I don't throw around that motive. term. I don't think you do very lightly, do. and that's why I say this. Um, there was no other reason for these men to go after him. Ah, see that they can they video dude they videotaped this whole thing. This is why there's three of them. Two guys, a father and a son, were in a truck uh-huh. and ended up gunning him down. And then a dude in another truck behind them videotaped it, videotaped this whole incident happening. And he's even being charged with a hate crime, too, and attempted kidnapping. Sure. Like, this is crazy town. I don't know. All I hear you potentially I, proving at this point is that I don't, he did something wrong. That none of that demonstrates motive. There, did, did what wrong? 
running through a neighborhood is wrong. No, no, the the the, the guys that killed him. Oh, okay. All yeah. you're demonstrating with, with, with well, what you're telling me is that, they, wrong. is that they but it's not demonstrating motive. That's my point. Agreed, okay. because we don't have. So I don't all I don't follow along with there's no I'm, other reason argument. I've heard those kind of arguments before. I, I, from, me I hate too. to be this way from the left. Me too. And I don't. I, that's me too. Not, doesn't work for me. I got well, I need more than that, and especially with hate crime charge because hate crime charge right. carries more weight. Well, I want to be careful about how we apply that. Agreed. And so, so I'm not blaming but, you for anything. No, no, I know, but I mean, but get it right, bro. I, you're right. I just don't see how we come to any other conclusion. <laughs> right. Honestly, we'll go back and at forth least on this, this probably point. for too long, right? Uh, so we'll move. So on. the other story with policing. So uh, again, policing doing their job, uh, and in this one, not so much. Um, but this one kind of bucks the narrative that the police treat white people differently than they treat black people. So. Uh, Karen Garner, this was this happened in Loveland, Colorado, actually. Karen Garner is a 73-year-old woman with dementia and sensory aphasia. This impairs her ability to communicate and understand others communicating with her. So, this lady was um, walking home from a Walmart after a call was made saying she didn't pay for her $13.88 worth of items when she was stopped by an officer... Um, as she was walking along the side of the street. Now, an officer does not know the person he's coming into contact with unless he knows that person personally. He, he doesn't know that they may have some impairments or anything else. But at the same time, the behavior that these officers used was absolutely disgusting to me. Um, I didn't see anything about this. Was this is awful, dude? This is hard. Like you can see the body cam video. It's hard to watch. This is an elderly woman. She's seventy three years old. She's a hundred pounds, soaking wet, and she's not. The question too is why was this woman who had dementia off on her own? Mm -hmm. That's and so first question I had. Yeah, me too. And I was like, okay, so why is she on her own? Like that should not be the case in the first place either. And, And it's worth pointing out that that when you say things like that in uh, other situations where the, the victim is black, mm. you know, then you're blaming the victim. Of course. It's yeah. n- that's not the point. We're trying to keep right. this from happening again. Well, so right. Why are 73-year-old women with dementia and sensory aphasia running around right. by themselves without any kind of supervision whatsoever? Where right. Was she supposed to be in a home? Did she have family? Yeah, supposed to be taking I haven't care seen of her? any of that. Well, anywhere. I'm not saying you yeah. know the answer. I'm I don't just, know. These yeah. are questions we should ask. Right. And in almost any other scenario, we would be criticized and oh, yeah. bastard for, for sure. asking those questions, even for though sure. those are exactly the kind of questions you need right. to ask in order to keep this shit from happening again. Right. Then the next conversation, it doesn't matter what the priority is, is what you're talking about here with what these cops did to right. uh, handle it, which I don't know anything about. So what the officer comes across her. She doesn't. He tells her to stop. She doesn't stop. <clears throat> and she kind of shrugs her shoulders at him and keeps walking or whatever. So... This is when things kind of, not kind of, this is when things get out of hand. Because like I say, this woman is 100 pounds soaking wet. She's elderly. The amount of force that was, like, this officer is, I don't know how old he is. He's in his 30s, 40s, probably. Um, Either way, could strong arm this lady, no problem, whatever else. And he ends up doing so and dislocating her shoulder, fracturing her arm, and spraining her wrist. Along, she had a laceration somewhere as well because she was bleeding and bleeding on the officer. But the way that 
watch the video and and you'll yeah, see. I don't have to. I don't, well, um, I don't know if I want to. It's I just yeah, it's it's it pretty hard to watch. She yeah. so not only was she kind of strong armed, um, the officers laughed at her shoulder popping and dislocating. Um, oh my god! Yeah, it, it's really bad. So again. The, the narrative that we talk about that, oh, well, black people are not treated or treated differently than white people. Um, this this pretty much bucks that yeah. <laughs> in a heartbeat. I mean, it's an anecdote, but still, it, yeah, like it, it's exclusive, it's not. Well, exactly. I mean, and this is an elderly woman. I could understand a little bit more if the if this lady was you know younger, way more combative. Like, if she posed an actual physical threat to this officer, maybe I can understand the, the excessive the amount of force that he used. Um, but with the case, with this whole thing being what it is, there's no way, there's no reason that I can think of that justifies that use of force on that way. Mm-hmm. I mean, honestly, because like I said, he could have strong armed her. No problem. Held her down. Like they hogtied this woman. They didn't give her medical care for like six hours that she was at the police department. Once they got her to the department, they didn't give her medical care. They said that they filled out reports that said that she had no injuries and everything else when she's got fractured arms, oh, wow. wrist. Like there's well, the a laceration lot. itself. I mean, you may exactly. not, maybe you don't know if there's a bone oh, out of no, place. No, they but. they knew because one of the sergeant asked the guy, "Where's you know whose blood is that?" And he was like, "Oh, it's her." No, I'm talking about the up. other the other injuries. You know, maybe oh, yeah, maybe, yeah. maybe you don't yeah, know yeah. that the bone is out of place well, or something like that. But if there's a laceration or if there's blood, then you know there's got to be an injury. The, so. the fact that they laughed at her shoulder dislocating. Well, yeah, it kind of that. bunks oh, that too. That's terrible. It's it's pretty bad. And so you know, hey, these guys do not work for the Loveland Police Department in Colorado anymore, yeah. and rightfully so. But you know what that. So, again, police doing their job. I mean, well, the police department doing their job to take care of itself. And also, I I believe these guys are going to be getting sued (laughs) by the family. Sued? Shouldn't Um, they be, like, prosecuted? Well, that's what I mean. They're going to be both, probably. Gotcha. Uh, Probably. Um, There wasn't... I don't think there's really anything in the article on that yet. Because I don't think anything's been filed for certain... Mm. Um, but at the very least, the department's going to get sued, I'm sure. Yeah. So. so. Uh, let's see. So, in our last story, uh, the 2020 census apportionment results. And if you don't know what that is, that's when we take a census every 10 years. And uh, that dictates how many seats every state gets in the House and uh, affects also the Electoral College. And the amount of votes that each state gets. So this is kind of nerdy. So kind of hold on. We're going to make it short, though. It's not going to be too bad. Uh, and it was really, it's really funny to me that these are the results because, especially in conservative circles, like it, it was this whole fear that the census was going to screw up, you know, our our voting districts and and all the states and whatever else because of all the illegals and everything else. Well, guess what, people. Uh, that might have been a founded, not fear, but a founded point to make, at least, or understand that potentially. But it's worked out in our favor more But it anything. worked out in our favor. So we have Colorado, which is a, a blue state, gaining a seat. Florida, but Florida, Montana, North Carolina, uh, Texas, all gain seats, and Oregon as well. So Colorado and Oregon are the only two blue states to gain seats. Florida's technically purple, but it's pretty... Right, it's pretty red, though. It's a pretty 
It's a pretty reddish purple state yeah. at this point. It's more red than we are. Um, yeah. yeah, for sure. So California, see, Ohio bucks the, the trend um, here. California, Illinois, Michigan, New York, Ohio, Pennsylvania, and West Virginia all lost seats. How and many did Ohio lose? One. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, Ohio was the exception to all the others because we're a purple state. You know, we're the reddest of those states mm-hmm. who lost a seat. Well, that also assumes that Michigan and Pennsylvania shouldn't, by rights, be red right now, but whatever. Well, right. <laughs> but they're not historically red either. Well, unless you go back to Reagan. Mm-hmm. Um, or maybe even before for Michigan. Uh, so this is the first time. This is pretty big, though. This is the first time in California's history that they've lost a seat. So that's a pretty big mm-hmm. deal when you're doing this according to population. So they're... Uh... So people are their, leaving. Their exodus yeah. from California is starting to work in our favor. People are leaving liberal states in droves is really what this this result is. Don't putting, come putting over here there. and vote left. Well, right. Yeah, that's the thing. Don't go to the, your new state. And Unfortunately, then, that's what they do. But I that's know. So... I know. It's terrible. So population growth was up 7.4% from a decade ago, which is the second slowest period of growth in history, only beating the Great Depression decade of the 30s. What does this say of our culture? Maybe maybe we have a future discussion on that because that's about kind of population interesting. growth. Yeah, why why is our population growth slowing, and what are the factors in that? Because that's our maybe we need I to mean, conduct that mouse experiment again. That's right. The- <laughs> it's largely our generation right now, which is going to boost the population growth. So is it though? Because yeah. I've, as I understand it, yeah. we're uh, our, our generation, the millennial generation, is screwing a lot less. Well, right, but my point that's my point is it should be our generation fueling the growth right now. Oh, yeah. And and we're not. So why and why is that? Well, um something I saw not too long ago, but uh uh a lot of men these days are facing low testosterone issues. Oh yeah. Not me or anything, but you know right. other guys. <laughs> other dudes. <laughs> other dudes. <laughs> that's kinda sad actually, and and there's something and they say it has something to do with some of the chemicals that we have. But yeah, they're putting water estrogen, they're and, putting estrogen and everything. Yeah, and then there's you some get, crazy quit stuff drinking about soy that. milk guys at least. But, right. Yeah, do boost your testosterone. But I've I've heard that has something to do with Work it. out. That'll Work boost out, it. Yeah, for sure. Uh, all but three states showed population growth. And the Northeast and the Upper Midwest states grew slower, so that's us, than the South and the West. And of the six states that gained seats, four went Republican in the presidential election. That's why we're, we're pretty happy about this. Hmm. Four went to Republican, to four went to Trump, and the, of the seven that lost seats, five went to Biden in the last presidential election. Hmm. So this is all good news for us. Uh, the number of seats also matter for Electoral College, where the number of electors or the number of votes a state gets is the number of senators, which is two for every state, plus the number of representatives. So Texas now gets 40 votes instead of 38 because they gained two seats. So that's a so for us, that's a, uh, for Republicans anyway, that's a net gain of nine seats potentially? Yep. Oh, interesting. Yep. And the state-level population numbers also matter because it dictates where federal funding goes. So what's that going to mean for us in Ohio going forward? Uh, we know we're going to get less. So what's that going to mean for taxes and things like that to come from our state government? So it'll be kind of interesting to see where that plays out. But uh, this also goes to show that if Republicans cannot get the House back in 2022, at least the House... If we can't get the house back, we are doing something very, very wrong. Because mm. that will be the indicator of how uh, strong 
of a hold that they have on society and culture and politics and everything else. If we can't get, if we have that much gain in the census alone and can't capture those seats and take them back, then we've got big, big problems. Well, that depends on if the, uh, uh, Elections are actually on the up and up, which I'm sure, I'm I mean, sure they will be. They I'm sure the elections will be on the up. Always are. But the other thing that it depends on too, yeah, always. <laughs> the other thing that it depends on too, though, is uh, that uh, is whether or not the Republicans can get organized. Because I'm just telling you, guys, I Republicans. I'm, I know. It's, 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 it's kind of embarrassing how it's not kind of embarrassing. It's, it's very extremely embarrassing. embarrassing. Um, and I've seen it firsthand just in some of the work I've done locally. I mean, yep. it's just, you know, it's gotten better in some of the groups that I've been sure. working in, but that's, I, I think it's just because we happen to have some of the right leadership in right. place right now. Right. Um, but I don't think that's all over. That's not all and over. And it still takes a lot of work just to overcome right. just the, the, the vacancy uh, or the vacuum of organization that is, right. that is just all it's just inherent within the republican party it's yeah. just so terrible so. yeah for sure uh i'm gonna put a bookmark in real quick here uh for the national stuff um because we didn't talk about this week but i would like to talk about it next week and that's the arizona audit oh yeah that's going on yeah there's so, a lot of cool um, stuff like i don't that. know that we've i don't know there's there's much to 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 update on at this point but yeah. like I said, I just want to put the bookmark in so that we remember for next week. Yeah. I would love to talk into yeah. some detail uh, about what's going on with that audit. So, Definitely. Because I think they don't want us talking about that. They which don't. Which means we need to be. Right. It's a lot of interesting stuff. So that does it for National. If you enjoyed this episode, don't forget to subscribe. If you'd like to help spread the word, please give us a five-star review and tell your friends to subscribe too. We're available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Anchor, and every other major podcast platform. Thanks for listening. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram. If you'd like to be a part of the show, reach out to us at canceledoutpodcast at gmail.com. Canceled Out is produced, directed, edited, and mixed by Scott and Max. All sourcing information can be found at chronicles.org. Canceled Out is a Scott and Max production, copyright 2021.